0: The new Super Beats Hard Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.
1: On Tuesday, 15-year-old Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva completed an incredible performance in the Olympic Women's Short Program. It was a testament to her skill and her dedication and yet, the whole time, she just looked sad. It was the first time that Valieva competed since the world learned that she had tested positive for a banned substance.
0: I think, all things considered, it, it probably went okay for her. She didn't seem super happy with her performance.
1: That's reporter Abu Abutalab.
0: She didn't quite fall on one jump, but stepped on it, so she got a partial deduction for it. But she still ended up in first out of the short program.
1: But for now, Valieva is not going to get a gold medal. Nobody is going to get a medal until this whole scandal gets sorted out. From the newsroom of The Washington Post, this is Post Reports. I'm Martine Powers. It's Tuesday, February 15th today, the Camilla Valieva doping scandal, and how her positive test for banned substance raises questions about the adults around her.
0: People recognize that she's 15 and a minor and that this is a failure of the adults around her, but that this sort of flies in the face of advocating for clean competition and sport.
1: We're talking to health reporter Yasmina Abutalib, who has been looking deeper into this performance-enhancing drug and how its use could have affected Valieva's performance. Anyone who has been watching the Olympics knows that Russia is already in trouble for doping. In the aftermath of a state-sponsored doping program, Russian athletes have not been allowed to officially compete for Russia. They're technically athletes for the Russian Olympic Committee or the ROC. So they can't fly their flag. They can't play their anthem. It's supposed to be this way of shaming Russia. And yet, some people say that Russia is still being treated with kid gloves. There is a question here about double standards. You might remember that American sprinter Shikari Richardson couldn't compete at last summer's Olympics because she tested positive for THC. So there's one way of looking at things, where Russia is basically getting away with doping again. But then there's also this view of things that, look, the investigation isn't complete, and in the meantime— Camilla Valieva should have the opportunity to show what has made her such a successful skater.
0: She has this combination of artistry and flexibility and such difficult jumps that as soon as she started competing on the senior level, she was so far ahead of everyone else. She has won pretty much every competition since she started competing with the seniors just a few months ago. And she came into Beijing as the heavy favorite. She won the European Championship. She won the Russian Nationals among an already insanely competitive group of skaters.
1: So going into this Olympics, Valieva was essentially expected to win a gold medal. But then this terrible news broke about a positive test for a performance-enhancing drug. Can you talk a little bit about what actually happened?
0: That's right. So... She competed for Russia in the team event. She had this sensational performance over two days in the team figure skating event, and she led Russia to a gold medal in that event. And then one day after she finished skating, a lab reported that she had tested positive for a banned heart medication back in December, around the time of the Russian nationals. It's still very confusing why a test from December has only been reported now. But it obviously exploded and has sort of overshadowed a lot of the Olympics for the last week. So there was this long sort of period of wondering whether she was going to be allowed to compete or not in the singles event, which started on Tuesday. First, the Russian doping agency suspended her. Then they lifted the suspension when she appealed. Then the International Olympic Committee and a couple other international bodies wanted to reinstate the suspension. Basically, the final decision from the court of arbitration for sport is that She is allowed to compete because the case is not closed yet and it would cause her irreparable harm if she were later found innocent and not allowed to compete. But the the case is not closed. So once that decision came out, the International Olympic Committee said there is not going to be a medal ceremony if she's on the podium, which means for the team event in which the U.S. took silver, if it's later found that she's ineligible, it would reshuffle all the standings. And if she's on the podium for the singles event, they're not going to have the medal ceremonies. You mentioned
1: that Valieva is 15 years old, which is just crazy young to be in these kinds of circumstances and competing at the level that she's competing. But I wonder how her age plays a role in the way that the International Olympic Committee is looking at this scandal.
0: So because Valieva is under 16, she falls under this protected persons clause. And That makes her case less clear-cut than someone who was over 16. Because of that, there have been some legal questions around it. It might make this case a little bit more complicated to resolve because you look for the adults in her life and whether there are adults who were responsible for this. And there's also this other complicated element in that her positive test was from December. So that's considered a sample A. She can give a sample B, and if that one is negative one that's taken while she's in Beijing, that could also affect the final outcome of this. So reports have said she tested negative before and after that positive result. So this is just a much more complicated case than for someone who was a little bit older.
1: Yes, I mean, I'm wondering if you can talk in a little bit more detail about this drug and what we know about it as a performance-enhancing drug.
0: So I spoke with a lot of cardiologists and sports physicians last week when this first came up to try to understand what exactly is performance enhancing about this drug? Why is it a banned substance? It's been a banned substance since 2014. And what I heard was this is actually not that great of a drug in general, even for its intended use, which is for angina or someone who has poor blood flow to their heart. So Hmm. usually it's for an older person who gets a lot of chest pain doing kind of everyday activities, walking or going up the stairs, and this drug is supposed to help improve blood flow to their heart. The drug has actually never been approved for use in the U.S. because U.S. doctors say there are lots of superior drugs for the same use. So it's actually not Mm -hmm. approved for use here, but it is used in Europe and in other countries. So... What I was told is that the reason this has been a banned substance is it can help an athlete's heart recover faster, or that's at least the thought behind it. There haven't been a lot of medical studies about its performance-enhancing ability, so this is kind of the concept around it, but that it could help an athlete's heart recover faster. For an athlete like Valieva, it could help her train longer and harder. So the thought is it could make the heart a bit more efficient for someone really pushing themselves but a lot of the doctors I spoke to didn't understand why a figure skater would turn to this drug. What, what do you mean by that?
1: Like, what, why why it's weird for a figure skater to be using a drug like this if they're going to use a performance enhancing drug?
0: It's a great question, and it's it's one of the questions that people rose. Like, why would you take a risk when it's not clear how much it would actually help someone like a figure skater? So what I was told is that for someone who has really high cardiac output, so they're they're really working their heart to the max through the duration of their competition, like a runner or a cyclist or a rower, where you're really, really pushing very hard and, and your heart is being pushed very hard through the duration of your competition, the thought is maybe it could give you a slight edge. Maybe it could help you go a little bit faster, especially when you're talking about races and competitions that are won by fractions of a second. A figure skater isn't, pushing their heart to that same rate when they're competing. It's a lower cardiac output because there's a lot of artistry and dancing. Obviously, the jumps, it's a very athletic sport, but you're not pushing yourself in the way you are in a a race like that. So, I mean, the question that they raised was, why would a figure skater use this? And the best that they could come up with was maybe it helped in her training. Or one sports physician I spoke to who works with NFL and NBA teams said, you could even have a psychological benefit. If someone gave her and said, take this, it's going to help you perform better. It gives her Mm. the psychological benefit in a sport where the psychological part of it is such a big part of succeeding. I think what's so heartbreaking about this situation is the drug probably didn't help her all that much. When I spoke with cardiologists and sports physicians, they were skeptical that this would have had a significant impact on her performance. They did say if it helped her train longer and harder, then yes, that would make a difference. But I think in general, there was just this sentiment of... How unfortunate that it was, it was pushed to this because she probably would perform pretty similarly without the drug. And now just her whole performance, her whole, she's been hailed as, you know, maybe the greatest figure skater of all time. And now she's always going to have this black mark over that.
1: After the break, we talk with Yasmin about why all eyes are now on Valieva's coach. We'll be right back. just yes, I mean all of this brings up the question of who were the people who were around Valieva. You have been writing about her coach who has this proven track record of cranking out incredible female figure skaters, but also has tactics that are quite controversial. So can you talk a little bit about that coach and some of the other people around Valieva and why that's an important question of how these drugs ended up in her system?
0: So because Valieva is only 15, the question immediately turned to who were the adults in her life who might have encouraged her to take this drug? Because I think people are pretty doubtful. A 15 year old would would think of this on her own or proactively ask her doctor for it. And one of the biggest people that people started to question is her coach, Itiri Tutberidzi. She is this coach in Russia who has sort of transformed women's figure skating in the last eight years. She has churned out one teenage star after another, her top skaters all do quads now including at the junior level you she has skaters as young as 11 who are doing quads
1: and, and sorry I, I assume that a quad is a thing that is very difficult to do right that's like when you turn around in circles like four times in the year is that correct
0: that's right it's you you rotate your body four times in the air and for context the men only started doing quads in the last few years and now it's all men are sort of expected to do them all the top men do them in their programs but it's something that just four years ago, was considered pretty much impossible for women to do. Her skaters do them pretty regularly now. If, if you're going to be one of her top skaters, that's the expectation. She starts training them very young to do that.
1: And how is she so effective? Like, how has she become this coach who can get all these young skaters, young female skaters, to be so incredible?
0: So this coach, Tutberizzi, has really controversial tactics. And I just want to warn people who are listening that that includes discussions about disordered eating. What we reported in our story is her skaters, while phenomenal, have very short careers. They rarely make it past 17 or 18, and then they usually retire. And there is a history of disordered eating among these skaters. So the 2018 gold medalist, Alina Zagatova, later said that they didn't even drink water during the Olympics. The the wow. point the, in achieving these programs and in these really difficult jumps is to keep them as light as possible. So she said oh that gosh. they didn't even drink water through the duration of the Olympics, that they would just rinse their mouths and spit it out. When we dug into past interviews, a lot of these skaters talked about the extreme measures they took to remain thin and to be able to do their programs. The silver medalist that year in an interview with a Russian outlet had said that she used to be afraid of stepping on the scale because even if her weight had fluctuated by a hundred grams or something, she didn't know Mm. if she was going to be able to skate her program. And she said it wasn't until she moved to train in Canada with a different coach who set her up with a nutritionist that she learned to have a healthier relationship with food before she just tried to restrict it at all costs. So that seems to be a pattern among a lot of these skaters. And to be clear, Disordered eating is not unique to Russian figure skaters. The U.S. Olympian Gracie Gold talked about her eating disorder and having to seek treatment for that. Uh, There have been a number of others who have talked about the extreme pressure they're under. But I think with this camp, there does seem to be even more extreme tactics deployed. And people talk about them very openly. Hmm. So
1: then this goes back to that question of in a world where extreme tactics are considered normal to be able to win at figure skating, like could Tutbarizzi or some of the other people around Valieva have influenced her to take this drug? Has Tutbarizzi said anything about this or about the, the positive test and whether she had any role in it?
0: She has said that she believes Valieva will be cleared. She kind of vaguely implied that there is a conspiracy at play. So she has defended Valieva and there are reports now that Valieva's defense was that she had somehow mixed up some medication with her grandfather's heart medication and that's where the positive result came from. So there's a lot of questions that I imagine will be answered long after the Olympics are over, but Tut has defended her. My colleague Gus Garcia Roberts and I found a, an interview from a couple of years ago where Bridzi touches on a number of topics, but she actually talks about Maria Sharapova testing positive for meldonium, which is a drug that's considered the cousin of this heart medication that Valieva tested positive for. And Sharapova received a suspension for testing positive for it. And she sort of talks about the fact that it's not a performance enhancing drug. It helps the heart recover. And she thought Sharapova should fight the suspension. I think we have to be clear that There has been no implication that she's involved here. These are all just questions because she would be the most influential person in Valieva's training and success. But it was interesting that she had talked about that a couple of years ago.
1: So then it seems like we're we're left with this really strange situation where you have all these athletes at the Olympics who are competing today, and yet there's not going to be any medal ceremony. So how have other athletes been reacting and responding to the fact that this event has essentially been turned upside down by this one doping scandal?
0: So former U.S. figure skaters, commentators, you know, have all remarked on the fact that clean sport lost by this decision to allow Valieva to compete and that it's really casting a pall over an event for something that all the other athletes trained really hard for and did cleanly. There is simultaneously an outpouring of empathy and sympathy for Valieva and the situation that she's in, that she's only 15, she's a minor. This is really about the adults in her life, that she's, this whole Olympic experience has been ruined for her. And it's, Enormous pressure for anyone, let alone a 15 year old, to have to withstand. But that it's also very unfair to the other athletes who did compete cleanly, who passed all the various doping tests and are having this event overshadowed by this. And that if she is in the top three, which is widely expected, that the other athletes who medal and the other athletes who medaled in the team event don't get to celebrate. Those medals in Beijing, they don't get to have the medal ceremony and they don't get to have that moment all because of this one test.
1: And what are the stakes here for Russia and the fact that this is a team that continues to have these questions come up around the role of performance enhancing drugs in, in their athletes?
0: One of the reactions to this news has been extreme frustration at Russia because they're still a few years into this punishment, not being able to compete under the name Russia, not being able to have the Russian flag at the Olympics, have the Russian national anthem play when their athletes win because of a state-sponsored doping scandal just a few years ago. And there are a number of athletes who have said, That punishment wasn't strict enough. Russia's still not playing by the rules when everyone else is. And, you know, that this is actually quite unfair to other athletes competing from Russia because now questions are going to hang over their performance as well, or even the other Russian figure skaters. So I think there is a sense that Russia sometimes feels it can push the rules and not play by the same rules as everyone else. And that if this had been an athlete from another country, the suspension would have been pretty clear that there have been cases where U.S. athletes or athletes from other countries test positive for a banned substance. And the ruling is very clear. They're immediately suspended. So I think people are confused about the timing of this lab result, why it took so long to resolve, why we have this outcome where she's allowed to compete, but then this uncertainty hanging over it. So I think people feel that this the set of rules that have applied to other athletes are not applying here.
1: Yasmin, thank you so much. Thank you, Martine. Yasmeen Abutalib is a national health policy reporter for The Post. Ariel Plotnik produced this story. After we taped with Yasmin, the New York Times reported that Valieva was found to have two other heart medications in her system that are not banned. So there are even more questions about why a teenage athlete was taking multiple heart medications. That's it for Post Reports. Thanks for listening. Today's show was mixed by Sam Baer. It was edited by Maggie Penman and Alexis Diao. If you value the journalism you hear in this podcast, consider a subscription to The Washington Post. This is the best way to support our work. Please go to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. And thank you. I'm Martine Powers. We'll be back tomorrow with more stories from The Washington Post.